After a lifetime of researching the dynamic and enigmatic world of light entertainment, I've decided to ditch my notebook and meet the people who inspire me. What makes them the people they are? How do they feel about the show business landscape in which they find themselves? And in a world where anyone can be a star, is there still a need for performers who have universal appeal? Come with me on a journey of discovery as I get a unique insight into Britain's favourite stars with a little help from my glamorous assistants. Yeah, well, I say glamorous, more like hazardous. And of course, we'll have a bit of fun along the way. Actor and comedian Tony Slattery first received national acclaim on the Channel 4 improvisational panel show Whose Line Is It Anyway? alongside young comics including Paul Merton, Josie Lawrence and Clive Anderson. A string of drama roles followed, including the 1992 English thriller The Crying Game, cementing Tony's versatility as a performer, and he has even trodden along the infamous cobbles of Coronation Street. I caught up with the star of Stage and Screen following his show at London's Museum of Comedy to talk improv, acting and the secret to his longevity. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr Tony Slattery. So we're here in London's Museum of Comedy, where you've just performed your show Crimes Against Improv. Yeah. Can you sum it up in one sentence? <laughs> okay, it's an improvisation show. Uh, no one knows what they're going to do, and that's what makes it funny for me, because the suggestions come from the audience. That's quite a long sentence, <laughs> but that's what you asked me to do. <laughs> and it was a fantastic show. Um, what's still the thrill of, uh, of performing for you? Uh, panic and fear. <laughs> and I like that because it fuels energy. Fantastic. So let's go back to the beginning. Like so many of Britain's best-loved performers, Cleese, Palin, Cook and Fry. Oh, my goodness. You possibly got your first taste of entertainment in the Cambridge Footlights. Now, always cited as an important step to success. Uh, why do you think this was so important to the development of British comedy? Oh, God, what, the footlights? Mm. Oh, because uh, uh, I think, one, it's the oldest uh, university review club in the world and uh, is a kind of forcing house for people who just want to go on and make people laugh. And uh, I'm allowed to swear on this. Yeah. Okay. I remember getting really drunk with a certain man called Peter Cook in a pub in 1982 and he's you know pretty much widely regarded as the father of British satire and he said to me and I remember this verbatim we got really drunk because it was a hundredth uh, anniversary of the footlights and uh, he said oh <laughs> this is where he spoke oh Tony what do you want to do with your life I said, and I said Mr Cook because I'm still am polite I said Mr Cook uh, I was thinking of going into show business. And he said, oh, show business. Give it a fucking whirl. That's what he said. And that's what I did. Mm. Only piece of cookers. Really. But it stayed with me and that's why I did it. Yeah. Yes. And leading on from that, comedy heroes. Who inspired you to be a comic? Ooh. Well, I grew up with the likes of uh, no, I mean, watching the likes of um, Benny Hook, Tommy Cooper, uh, Joyce Grenfell, uh, all those people. One of, one of my favourites is the late 
great sin. What a bad world is when good people leave it. But I would have to say Victoria would. And how important was your generation of comics to using television to its fullest potential? Oh, gosh, that's a, that's a difficult one. I don't know, because uh, I was in... Mm, 1981, it was uh, the uh, I was with Stephen Fry and Emma Thompson and um, uh, Hugh Laurie and Paul Shearer and the late uh, Penny Dwight, and we did this show together. And so I was still at university, and it was filmed, and it's still available. What was it called? Yeah. It was called, and it's it's available, isn't it? Yeah. I think on something called. I'm not very good at technology. It was called The Cellar Tapes. And it was the Cambridge Footlights Review, 1981 or two. And it's still, and I wash it and it's, it, it still holds up. It does. It's funny. Mainly written by Hugh and uh, Stephen, but bits of you? us. Oh, yeah. Brilliant. Now, a TV show which you're still synonymous with, even after all these years, Whose line is it anyway? What were yeah. your first impressions of it? And I only said it like that because that's what you said on stage after so many years since you've done it. <laughs> okay. I heard it first on the radio and uh, it's the only time I've actually ever hustled for a job because uh, I asked my agent, said, hey, can you get me an audition for it? Because it was going on to telly and they got me an audition and I passed the audition and then stayed it for stayed in it for Josh asked, would it ever come back? Josh, I don't know. I think uh, it's quite a personal thing. I think what I liked about it is that it was never rehearsed. Lots of programmes today pretend to be improvised, but they're actually rehearsed. That's fine, but if you're going to do impro, I think do impro. That's what I think. So I don't know whether it could come back in that form. I don't know. After that, you then made the transition into drama and film. Now, to what extent was this a conscious decision? Oh, no, no nothing. <laughs> it was mostly unconscious, actually, for various reasons. And I use that word. Various ways. No, it was, yes, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. No, it's just whatever came along. I thought, oh, there's a there's a cartoon in Private Eye, uh, and it, it was me, and and it was quite true. It said my answer phone. Apparently, according to this cartoon, said, "Hello, Tony. Yes, I'll do it." What? <laughs> just it said yes. So that's so it wasn't conscious at all. No. You then turned up on the cobbles of Coronation Street. Ha! How did this come about? And as a comic, how important is it to have other strings to your bow? Oh, I think... Uh, just also, um, no, I, mean, I think it was the Daily Mail, if you uh, choose to read the Daily Mail, said, Tony Slattery, the telly tart who can't say no. And I didn't. If you phoned up by Coronation Street, of course. Mind you, the day before, I did Celebrity Stars in Their Eyes. And I, <laughs> I was all right. I was the only person to sing a cappella, uh, a House Martin song, uh, written by the Isley Brothers, Caravan of Love. And it's still one of my favourite songs. But the next day, having stayed up all night with Razor Ruddock, the footballer, and his friend, 
and his lady friend getting really drunk. I then had to go and be his character in Coronation Street, who didn't last very long. <laughs> no, no. Eric the bookie. I was Eric the bookie. Now, this might be the answer to the next question, but looking back at your career, what's your proudest achievement? Oh, it's not so much my career. My proudest moments are the moments... This is going to sound soppy, but it's true. Proudest moments are the moments when I have remembered to cherish the people I love. That's it. That's what it boils down to. And finally, unless Josh, you've got any other questions, what is next for Tony Slattery? Did you hear that? <laughs> I'm really shot. Basically, that was the right answer, which was... More shows. So I don't know. I'd, li- I'd like to do some more performing. I'd like to make people laugh. I do like that. It's the biggest buzz in the world. And you're good at it, as we can tell tonight. Uh, so you're just going to yeah. continue to do that. Hope so. Or, yeah. or get quite serious. <laughs> You've got a few gigs. Okay. Also, also, because there's such a dark side inside of me, which I'm not really sure about letting out, but it might be useful. <laughs> I don't know. Just see who phones up next. Yeah. You betcha. He's got a few gigs, everything's on his website. <laughs> Thank you very much to our guest for being the subject of another Beyond the Title interview. If you like this, why not browse the website and see if there's anything else that takes your fancy. Don't forget to like our Facebook page to receive updates on forthcoming interviews and to see more information about me and what I do. Thanks again and hopefully see you next time for another Beyond the Title interview.